I V M. Hi, I'm Utsav, a behavior researcher by training and a slow traveler by passion. Postcards from Nowhere is a travel podcast where I condense a decade of travel experiences and explore not just the where but also the why and how to travel. My stories emerge from slow traveling the less explored parts of the world: Bosnia and Herzegovina, Armenia, Uzbekistan, and even China. At the end of each story, I give practical tips and new ideas about how to travel better. This week, we make our way to the well-known Lalbagh Botanical Gardens in Bangalore, and I will tell you about its connections with the Mount Everest and volcanoes. This is one of the most important commercially grown crops in Bangalore, and there is a great scope for its extension. Rome Beauty, Cox's Orange Poppin, Jonathan and Cleopatra have been found to do well here. There is hardly any crop that is as profitable as the Rome Beauty. He goes on to list 54 varieties of this crop that had been grown in Bangalore. The crop which may come as a surprise to any Bangalorean is actually the apple, even though all the apples you see in the city today are imported ones. The man who I quoted earlier was Hirehalli Chennaiya Jawaraya and he went on to become the director of horticulture for Mysore state but one thing which is central to both apples and jawaraya is a very well known but barely understood part of bangalore it's lalbagh the 240 acres botanical garden in the heart of the city so what's so great about a botanical garden that it merits an episode of its own sample this it's been the site of a war it has a connection to mount everest and a very very old connection to the human race sit back and relax and dive into the wonderful story of lalbagh in the early 1900s remains of numerous archaeological burials were discovered in lalbagh these relics including potsherds and large urns were characteristic of the early iron age period approximately 1800 to 3000 years old but lalbagh as we know it today came into being in the 1700s thanks to the iconic rulers of the mysore state hyder ali and his more famous son tipu sultan they set up the gardens and the story goes that when tipu the child was brought to the garden he saw a profusion of roses and exclaimed lalbagh lalbagh and so the name lalbagh was given to all of hyder's gardens including the one in their capital srirangapatna right from its early days it became home to a number of exotic and unusual plants brought from around the world hyder brought in plants from delhi multan and lahore but tipu went one step further he sourced them from mauritius turkey persia and even parts of africa in 1785 he wrote several times to mir kazim his commercial agent in muscat asking him to send young date palms almond and pistachio samplings but tipu eventually lost control of his kingdom to the british in lalbagh too he stationed his troops and attacked the british to save the fort but his efforts proved futile and mysore fell one tiny piece of history which still stands today is a mango tree within the southernmost rectangular plot which is said to have been planted over 200 years ago while tipu sultan was still alive but as the garden moved into the hands of the british they chose to expand them further albeit in british style they converted these into a botanical garden with a mixed use plan imagine how different lalbagh looked then 3 acres was under potato cultivation 2 acres was under grape vines to make wine and a part of the garden was even converted into pasture land for sheep to graze through a strange turn of events lalbagh came to be owned by major gilbert waugh who was then a barrack master in bangalore gilbert's elder son andrew waugh 
was an army officer and a surveyor who was part of the Great Trigonometric Survey. The aim was to survey the entire Indian subcontinent with scientific precision. One of the many accomplishments of the survey was to measure the heights of the Himalayan peaks. Gilbert's son had succeeded George Everest as the surveyor of India and is credited with having named the peak after his predecessor. The British continued to add to the diversity of species in Lalbagh. Clematis from Greece, oil palms from West Africa, silk rubber from Indonesia, cut from Yemen, fish poison tree from Sri Lanka, black thorn from Australia, and so many more. While some of these species you can still find in Lalbagh today, there is one contribution which you can see almost everywhere in Bangalore. And much like Maleshwaram in the last episode, this too has the German connection. Gustav Hermann Krumbigl was the German horticulturist who was hired by the Maharaja of Mysore to tend to the gardens of his kingdom. He was the superintendent of government gardens in both Lalbagh and Kaban Park. And he even designed the gardens in the Indian Institute of Science in Bangalore and Nimhans. But those are not his most visible contributions. He introduced the concept of cereal blossoming in the city. The trees we see on Bangalore streets today were chosen in such a way that they flowered sequentially. This means that there is never a time when flowers do not add their colors to the cityscape. And at any time, there is always some species that is blooming in the city. So the next time you enjoy the bloom in Mangalore, you know who to thank. But the ultimate piece of Lalbagh history, which blew me away, is probably the most unknown. My partner grew up in Bangalore, and she speaks fondly of the times spent in Lalbagh as a child. One of her clearest memories is playing on the large Lalbagh rock with her younger sister. Those were simpler times, and there weren't a lot of activities for kids to do. And the Lalbagh rock was one of their favorite spots. But this is no ordinary rock. It has outlasted the following. The British rule, the princely state of Mysore, the reign of the Kempegoras, and even the early Iron Age, whose remains have been found in Lalbagh. The rock is three billion years old. I will repeat that if your jaw hasn't dropped already. Three billion years old. To put that in context, the Earth itself is four and a half billion years old. And we modern humans have been around for a mere 250,000 years. This means that the Lalbagh rock comes from a time when the Earth was still undergoing major volcanic activity and witnessing the beginning of tectonic upheavals. I honestly find it astounding that such an ancient piece of history is a mere cab ride away from our homes in Bangalore. This is the last episode in the series Exploring Your Backyard and I felt it's a fitting end. Over the last few weeks, I've had the joy and privilege to bring our cities back into your consciousness. While the stories from this series will fade away with time, what I hope stays with you is the idea that we need to nurture and care for our heritage and make them a part of our lived existence. Just like the Lalbagh rock stays strong in the memory of my partner, I hope that our coming generations too will find a way to create memories with our heritage. If you like this podcast, don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IBM network. You can listen to us on the IBM podcast app or ibmpodcast.com. You can also follow us on our social media. We are at IBM Podcasts on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to reach out to me, I am Utsav Memory on Twitter and YB Travel 42 on Instagram. 